Hello, this episode is with Christian Hull. He's a beautiful, beautiful man. Loads of fun and radiant joy always comes out of his face and his mouth and his ears and his eyes. And I really, really like him. He does similar stuff to me in terms of producing content with silly people on radio. And he also makes his own content, which is very, very funny, including the character Triss, which some of you probably know about. I recorded it earlier, so when we pick it up here, we are basically talking about how we're both crap at our jobs or make mistakes of not recording when we should be recording. I also beep out a couple of moments of chat because uh, it's because I say some things I shouldn't. Love you. These stories make me so anxious. It was all hitting camera. Only one time thing. Oh. And then at the end, I was cracking up laughing. And I looked down, I was like... It makes me sick because I've done that so many. You're like, because you're not looking, you're looking at the thing going, yeah, yeah. And then you go, you got to hit stop, but you hit record. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did. I'm rolling now. Yeah. And I hit. (laughs) And then you go, maybe I was. Please be recording. And you take it back in, there's a four second file. Oh my God. I had to do something with Troy Savan in in the lift here at work. And, um, 10 GoPros, right? Yeah, yeah. And all I, of them not recorded. <laughs> but I did this thing previously because we'd done a lift thing and um, I had three GoPros. Yeah. This is the reason why I had 10 GoPros for, for Troy because the three GoPros I thought were rolling and all three of them weren't because oh. I didn't know. I thought just. I didn't know I just didn't, how to do. I just. Film it. No. <laughs> And it was with Jess Malboy, and then they were like, oh, how did the footage go? And I was like, I, I, oh, I think the, the lift, worst, the signals, mate. because it was in the lift. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you get your phone in and it just, I just, you know, so disappointed. I'm calling GoPro to just try and work it out. <laughs> you just didn't press record. Well, no, because I turned them, I held them and turned them all on because mm. then she came in and I was like, good, they're on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're not rolling. Right. That was embarrassing and awkward. Fuck, that's so funny. But even after like working with Dan and Maz, YouTube hits, all that, I still do that. Yeah. I oh, still do it. It's just, what is it? It's just. I've done my own Trish stuff with yeah. an external microphone plugged in, done this whole amazing video, and then looked at the camera and gone, oh, fuck. <laughs> I hadn't turned the mic on. So all I've got is vision of me doing all this stuff, but no audio. And so I then have to, because it was like a, it was a reaction. Yeah. Like it was a food reaction video. I had to, I'd spent all this money on food. Yeah. I then had to bloody act and oh, do it again. Oh, that's the worst. And it never like, feels oh, good. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what this tastes like. <laughs> I, was, I mean, you can see the disappointment in the second take because I was so happy with the first take. <coughs> so great. You can spit it in the bin. <laughs> I've never been able to do that. Oh, Just yeah. my brother, my dad. What's oh, following? you're. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, my dad will be at a restaurant and he just has, oh, he's, oh, he's old. Yeah. So when, as you get older, I found, cause I'm 30, yeah. so youthful and beautiful. Um, you just stop giving shits and my dad's 70. Yeah. And so we'll be sitting in a restaurant and, like, <clears throat> and mum, as soon as he starts coughing, mum goes, oh my God, he's going to do it. And he goes, <gasps> and he just picks up a serviette. <laughs> and mum's just like, John. It's no shit. Gross. So I've grown up with dad oh, and he'll, he used to do it at home <laughs> and then just spit it in the sink. But not like then go with the tap. It'd just be there in the sink and it's so foul. Oh and you God. did it just then. Oh, and your man. face, you looked at me like, oh, like what, do I, what do you sorry. want me to do with oh, this? Yeah, and yeah you paused. Yeah. I'm like, just spit it in the bin. It's yeah. fine. You're... I can't do it though. I find it gross. And foul. Oh, it's gross. It's like you I just, feel it. People do it at the street. <laughs> and they spit on the floor. Oh, man. It's gross. 
Okay. And start. <laughs> and start. Can you just can can you just make that the first bit? Yeah. Can you just yeah. not or do you have to No, nah, we'll leave all that intro? in. We'll leave all that in. I don't have an intro, it just starts. But we just started before I said what well, hey, what's up? So hey, what's up? Do people know that you slept with pigs in a pen? Not sexually. <laughs> about to just... say someone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I I'm that's not a call on former girlfriends. <laughs> when you describe your job, although you worked with Hamish and Andy, which everyone knows, mm. do they get what you do, because I'll be like, oh, I'm a video producer for a radio show. And everyone goes, radio? What do they need videos for? And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> even young, even like younger people, you're like, well, have you ever watched BuzzFeed? Haven't you said, everything's video yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, it's so weird to have to describe what it is that you do because people, they can't get their head yeah. around. I never fully feel like I explain my job in a concise way. It's like I just film some people doing silly things and put yeah. it on the internet. I film people on an inflatable boat being held up by other people <laughs> yeah. for three hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it changes every time. That's my job. Do you ever think of weird, super weird shit? You know, like our brains are fucked. You're, oh. Just this morning, right? <laughs> I, I want to see my... So I, <laughs> it's all right. And so I was like, what if I text her saying, because I'm a bit of a. Do you, Are you allowed to say do, that? Do you, you that? Okay. And could we just hang out? Like, I. Jeez! Oh. Like, I thought about saying oh, that. Oh, you didn't? I didn't Why say would it. Why you think that, though? I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. Do you like, have that relationship with your. It's like, Jez. <laughs> no. No. It's just that that's what. Like there's things, I think things like that. Yes. And I go, why did I think that? Oh, do you know what I do? Oh, this is deep and weird. Yeah. Oh, this is so deep and weird. (laughs) Have you ever in your mind, when you're lying in bed, given a a practice obituary? I've done it for all my brothers and my mum and dad. I have imagined that. And I'm like... It's so morbid. I'm like, and then I would cry and Enya like, would play and we'd be like, Tim was a great brother. And then there'd be a Trish, one of my characters, a Trish video would come on. I, I find, I do think, yes, actually, I do think it's, really it's a weird, weird, and what, morbid you, stuff. And what, how do you process that? Like, what, after you've thought it, do you go, I'm a bad person? No, I don't think I'm a bad person. I go, God, I hope that never happened. Like, I just think of like mum dying in a car crash yeah. and then being like, what would what would happen if yeah, that was the case? Yeah, and yeah. then, like, I will cry. Oh, I'll cry. Yeah, like because I'll get it. right into it, and I'll be listening to Spotify, and I'll have like music going on. <clears throat> that's why I've never told anyone that. Oh, that's so weird. I'm so glad you brought that up because yes, I do think weird, dark things, but it's only when I'm trying to get to sleep. Right. My brain can't. I find it very difficult it to shut off at night. Uh, so I'll go to bed at nine, but I won't go to sleep till like eleven thirty because right. I'm constantly thinking of weird, morbid shit like that. Also, maybe if like I bumped into Zac Efron sometime, and then we—I've thought that so often. Like, you, what, what would happen? Where do you go? What happens? I go. What would happen if I was having a secret relationship with Zac Efron at his Hollywood status? Like, what would it be like? Like, where would we live? How would we like? How often do you think that <clears throat> in the last year? Oh God, <clears throat> I reckon once a week. <laughs> How long do you think about it for? Ah. Uh, not that long. Just like 30 seconds. Uh, no, maybe five or 10 minutes. Oh my God. There, thinking about that. And then I'm like. So this oh. is at night mostly. Oh, it's only really ever at night. Or when I, when I used to drive, it's driving. Because yeah, you just. Yeah, yeah. You're in bed. Yeah. Uh, you're it's in the car. It's just you're amazing the what your brain processes. Isn't it weird? When, when you're not 
what is it like in a semi state of con- like you're not fully aware or conscious it just ticks over it's like dreaming yeah it's like the DMT flushes it and you just start you feel like things. you've lost a bit of control of it it's just oh this weird thought's happening and you just push it push it push it and go whoa bring it back it's uh, amazing yeah. I love that you do that so, so what's your what, what type of behaviours and people do you love the most the, the ability you did it before Except I think that wasn't intentional. The ability to self-deprecate. It's so Australian. Oh, oh, yeah. it's just, it really brings you back down to earth and sort of when you put yourself um, not above someone but you sort of – you. it's not, um, mm. not, not having self-respect. It's just sort of bringing yourself down playful, enough to have fun and for the other person to know you're not very serious and you're, yeah. Yeah, you're quite playful. Yeah. And I really like when people can do that or – they just why is it? Why is it? I think that's an interesting one. You say that because it's like you you shatter the illusion that this is a big deal, or like you yeah. shat, you like basically go, I you destroy your ego, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't know what it is. I, I, I agree. I love it. It's just like you know, um, over the last eight years in the company, I'm in a position now where everyone um, has all this respect and and. Well, that's what I think, think it is. You're so amazing, and you're like, oh, I don't think that. Like yeah, yeah. we were just talking before. Sometimes we've forgotten to roll on the cameras, which is our only job, <laughs> and we film something so amazing, but we've forgotten to roll on the cameras. And you've got these sort of new green people wanting to get into radio who are like, oh, Jesus, it's amazing. Like even I'm like that, and knowing right. that you have not hit record on a camera makes oh. me feel so good because I do that all the time. And then when people talk you up, you're like, oh, I got to talk myself down. Yeah, because yeah, I don't want to well, get up there and, and be. This pretentious, and that's ego-driven. What, it's, but it's so interesting. I think it's because maybe it is because we're in a, in an industry like entertainment or comedy or um, radio where it's like inflated, inflated personalities, mm-hmm. and so there is this a lot of grandeur or whatever you call it. Yeah, there's uh, heaps. And so you feel like you need to compensate that for that to just have some reality or realness. Because I mean, we see all these personalities, and. Um, our job is to support them and do whatever they say. So yeah. obviously in their position, some of them can get quite, um, you know, just th- their expectations are quite high. Mm. And so they lose touch with, well, we're all human. We're all, yeah. but you're, you're obviously the, the, the centre here. And mm. it, it can be, it can be. Challenging. Yeah, yeah. It's it's unhuman, isn't it? Like any work environment. I think that happens in a lot of things as well, like really. uh, Every industry, everything. The bosses, CEOs, managers, you just get to a point where you have so much power and control um, and you don't know what to do with it and you you lose touch of just being a normal human being and having a laugh. Or Like I find our bosses here incredible. Yeah, they're amazing. Um, Just... So so down to earth. Oh, just even even Hayman and Anne. Like they're just the, the most... I wouldn't have been with them for 10 years if it wasn't for them just being such incredible human beings, so genuine, so caring. Like, it's just... But, yeah, their reputation is it's, that. Yeah, it's and... their essence. Yeah, exactly. And that's what's, that's what's cool about it, is that it, it's, not just, it's not just their brand, quote-unquote. It's actually them. Yes. And so that's why, it's, that's why I reckon it's effortless for them to continue and do as well as for as long as they have. Mm. Mm, it's like because it's exhausting other ways, right? Isn't oh, it? Like you, there's a lot of people you're performing. Talk- you're just constantly yeah. performing, and yeah. I understand from a from a sort of a the big radio names perspective, you're you're on, on, and it, yeah, it, yeah. it really just sucks the life out of you. Mm, you know, I've mm. seen people they just they they give everything, Faint. They give everything, <laughs> yeah, just on air, <laughs> and then when when the mics go off, they're just exhausted, yeah. and I can understand that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. 
I like that. I like that. You, that's your awareness as well, because I think that the hype is easy to. I know, and even for myself, I got definitely drawn to the hype early on, um, and like, oh, this is so exciting. This is so fun. Bright lights, yeah. And thinking, convinced myself because everyone apparently were getting all their value from their personalities because everyone seemed to get their sense of worth from that. And so I think I and you, I don't know if you're the same, but all I'm saying is I can understand people having that kind of pedestal approach in, into an industry or into mm. anything really. And particularly anything in the limelight or in public eye is in this day and age, like so adored. And so, you know, like how we celebrate Kim Kardashian more than we would celebrate Dalai Lama to a degree, you know, mm. but I can understand. Um, it's having an understanding of both parties. <clears throat> I find knowing what someone else is going through and what you're going through, you should have, otherwise you just resent people. But, mm. You shouldn't ever resent someone. It's like Kim Kardashian mm, the Dalai mm, Lama. Yeah. People ha- love to hate her. People love her. She's so polarizing because really... She represents what, uh, the state of everyone's consciousness. Yeah, exactly, because she, that family give up all privacy and everything to sort of give it out to us. Mm. And people love that. We're so curious. Yeah. We, we also like the fact that you know, it's, true. it's quite relatable, the arguments they have and the yeah, stuff true. they go through. Um, I mean, I, I can't relate to them because I look at them and go, oh, they, they, they try and be really relatable. One of, the, one of their things was, oh, my God, my red Ferrari isn't in the driveway and I really want to get, you know, like a coffee. I'm going to have to do the black one. And then all the, Kylie has to use the black Ferrari to get her, you know, and you're just like, I love, like, I love watching that. Yeah. But it's they're trying to make it relatable, but they're so wealthy and just yeah. they live a life. Just that's so different, and maybe that's why people are curious. I find it so interesting mm. how curious we are of celebrities. So true, dude. And because I am, I want to know. I'm just. And why? I'm, I don't know. I'm so. Cu- I'm naturally very curious. Yeah. So if yeah. I see someone yeah. on Grinder, the gay, gay <laughs> yeah. dating app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> um. And and they they'll like link their Instagram in, and then sometimes they'll have a link to a YouTube channel on their Instagram or yeah. a name. Then I go Facebook it and I look up more photos. Five, five levels deep. Oh, mate. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll message them. They're hot. But it's like extreme stalking and I'm really curious and I want to know all about them mm. just because I've seen them on Grind. Like I'm just, Totally. I don't know why. It's just it's nature. same with yeah. like I'm obsessed with uh, Lady <laughs> Gaga. Just She's cool. Because she's so arty and yeah. weird and yes. different and you want to know what she's like. When she goes home, yeah, like when the everything goes off, because I'll portray this sort of loud, outgoing person, yeah. or on on my social channels, yeah, and people are like, "Oh, he's so fun! He'd be life at the party." Yeah. But I don't, I don't party. I don't go out. I don't drink. I don't do all this stuff. Right. And I think that's interesting. Yeah, you you, well, you have these opinions of people, and then they're so different. But you want to know what they're really like. Well, it's art, isn't it? Like in that sense, you're. It's your representation of what your expression, like a performance. your yeah. performance, yeah, yeah. Um, but why why do you enjoy performing? You just like making people laugh. Yeah, I do, and um, so I mean, I've got Trish is a character is this like blonde wig, yeah. shitty blonde wig mum, and um, I sort of speak to a mum, mainly a mum audience because I've got triplet brothers who are yeah. younger, so I've grown up with mum and dad consistently yelling and being chronically disappointed with all of us, um, which is funny, and then you realise that. All families are like that and all parents hate their kids and are frustrated by them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I make fun of that and people just love that. And then from that element and success, I brought in 
the Christian, just my self personality and mm. how I'm old, sore, fat, grumpy. And people are like, oh, me too. And they, they just relate so well to you. And it's just being authentic. And that's one thing I've learned from, you know, all my years in radio and, and working on, on video is people love authenticity, mm. whether you're just so unrelatable, but you're authentic. Yeah. Like people love, it's like the Kardashians. Yeah. They're so unrelatable, but they're so, well, they appear to be authentic. I mean, most yeah. of them probably well, staged. They, no, it's but true. Because they appear to be so authentic and real, they, they're so successful. Yeah. Well, it's like Donald Trump's authentic in a really disingenuous way. Yeah. <laughs> like he's no, authentic. he's so, re- It's you know what you get. He's yeah. not lying or faking it. It'll be on Twitter, misspelt. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently now's the thing he can't spell. Have you seen all those tweets? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. But that's so true. That's really what it is. Yeah. What do you what do you hate? Like what what do you what really shits Planning. you? Planning. Planning. Yeah. Like even this. Like having the plan to come in <laughs> like when when I, I forgot we'd already organized a couple of weeks ago to come in yeah. and you messaged me like the morning of, I yeah. think, being like, oh, I'm quite sick. Oh yeah, that's all right. the day before yeah. and I was like, yeah. Oh, I'm still in bed. I totally forgot about this. <laughs> oh no, I'm here, Jez, waiting for you. You know, trying to milk that. I just, I can't, I hate planning. Yeah. I, I, an event, anything, I just get stressed, anxious, yeah. or I don't know in four or five days' time if I'm going to want to do that or go to that or feel like I'm in the zone to be able to socially engage. Yeah, gotcha. Which I don't know gotcha. if it's a really selfish thing. I just need to suck it up and push through. But yeah. I, I just, I'm an, a moment person. Like I'll wake up and, People are like, what are you doing this weekend? The answer is always nothing. But I always do heaps of stuff. Yeah. It's because I don't plan anything. Yeah, I love that. And I'm man. also, not, I'm not very social. So yeah. I, I don't like to <laughs> what are you socialize. Doing? What are you doing? I'm such a, like, I'm a loner. I live yeah. alone. I love living alone. Yeah. Never been in a relationship. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll just wake up and I'll take my laptop up to the cafe in the botanical gardens and just write like sketches or I'm writing crappy stories from growing up trying to write a book. Awesome. And, you know, three hours will go by and I'm really satisfied with my own company. Mm. And people are like, oh, no, but one day you'll find someone. I'm like, I don't, I like, I, for 30 years I've slept <laughs> in a bed on my own. Yeah. And I can't, and then if I have someone, I can't sleep if someone's there. And I also don't like sharing my place. Like, yeah, yeah. It's a bit, yeah. it's pretty selfish. Like no. I just like, well, I mean, my own selfish, things, my though, own like- space. I mean, I, I don't think it's selfish. Like, yeah, that's probably just your your worry of what other people might think of it. Yes, that, yes, exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm also don't want to ever have anyone go, oh, you know, fucking Christian. Oh, he's, he's what a dickhead, or oh, he doesn't realize how arrogant he is. So, are you worried about letting people in in that sense? Is that what that is, or what do you mean? But like, you don't want people to oh, change no. you. Just when when you say, oh, I'll like. I'll say, oh, that's so selfish. I don't think it is. Yeah. But I, my, my, my worry is you think it is. Right, right, right. So I'm doing that classic, yeah, you know, yeah. I'll just say it. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Oh, I'm aware. No, no. Not aware. <laughs> but I, I feel like people won't tell you the truth. Yeah. If you start to get a little bit, um, you know, big-headed or full of yourself or a bit weird, mm. they just say it behind your back. Mm. And so, yeah, I'll, I'll just say, I'll, I'll say. selfish. <laughs> That's like the self-deprecating element. Yeah. You know, oh, I'll just bring myself back down. Yeah. Even though if, maybe I am, maybe I'm not. Yeah. I'll just tell everyone, oh, so self, oh. And I used to do that with my weight. Mm. I'm so fat because mm. I know I am. But it's, it's a non-issue for everyone else but me. And so I I was, when I used to, you know, be on, like, used to be on Grindr. <laughs> I'm on it now. I'm literally on it now. <laughs> um, yeah. 
I found that that self-deprecating of your physical attributes is actually really unattractive and people get really turned off. Right. Like I would because it's just like you're asking for a compliment. Yeah, right. Um, and, gotcha. and I was told once like this guy came over, he was so lovely, he was so complimentary and I would just push all those compliments away with no, 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 I'm fat or no, this is a problem. And then he just went, you need to, you need to stop. Like I'm giving all these compliments. That's so good he but, said that. Yeah. And, that, and then I went, oh, you know, like. People don't find it funny. Like I find it, I need to walk into a room and if I've put on a bit of weight, it's the first thing I do. Yes, I know I've put on weight because right. I worry that people are like, oh, he's gone fat. Yeah, but right. no one's like that. They, they no don't, one cares. They don't care. No, they don't care. That's so that, that's that I so can't let that go. I still do that now. I, I try and be, oh, God, this is embarrassing. Why? I'm wearing a Fitbit. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought a Fitbit. Like I try, I went to Lululemon, which is yeah. a really expensive yeah. gym place, and bought like $200 worth of gym gear. Never worn it, right? I'm trying. To, I'm trying. But oh, like you read men's health and then you just read men's health. You don't actually do any of this. I mean, like yeah. I just am a bit lazy and love to eat. Yeah, yeah. But I want to be thin because I think that's the body that I want to be and I'm also attracted to. Right. I, I look at myself and go, ugh. Right. Oh, that's gross. Oh, put a shirt back on. And <laughs> that's what I assume other people it's just think. The process it's, of acceptance, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's hard. I yeah. haven't. Yeah. I don't think I ever will. Because you look back at photos. <laughs> I don't I think I will. Sounds like you've already changed, though. Like, if, if you've, if you're aware enough for someone to go, yes. hey, don't do that. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that isn't good for me to do. Yeah, it's a, it's a slow change. Yeah. But I look at when, like, 10 years ago, you look at photos of yourself. And I thought I was huge, and I'm like, oh, I'm. I would do me if I walked. In. Like, <laughs> I was hot. I yeah. was like, so much thinner, and I was. I look at that and go, I wish I could have appreciated that at the time. And then I go, I wonder if in ten years I'll feel the same about now. About now, mm. and so I often go, oh, good. And then that gives me confidence mm. to go, you know, like I'll just own it, and mm. and then you know, people will message you. Grinder and all those sort of gay apps are really good for my self confidence. When yeah. people message you to be like, "Oh, you're hot," I'm like, "Yeah, thanks. Come <laughs> over." I was just telling you, you know, went to bed at two a.m. last night. That was uh, that was you did, very, yeah, that was one of those ones. Yeah, yeah. and then that that that's where I get the the social. That's a bit bad. Where I get the social interaction from? So work's very social. Yeah, and then home, I switch off, and then the only sort of human interactions I have are the you know, three to four minutes of Grinder. <laughs> and they come in. I'm very, I'm, I'm a super sexual person too. Oh, yeah. Like super. Right. Mm. So that's what, so it's like, you. is it regimented in your day? You're like work, me time, grinder. Literally. Thought. Like every night, every yeah. night I'll be just, but that's, it's not every night I'm having, you know, whoop, whoop. but that's how I, I'll talk to a lot of people and, and communicate and have great conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also scared. I'm very scared to have these conversations with guys face to face. Right. I don't know why. I'm just, I'm short. Like, Is it vulnerability? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I just don't, I don't <laughs> like this. <laughs> yeah. As I point to myself, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Is, and how, how long have you felt that way? Always. Always just looked at myself and gone, I'm not attracted well, not I'm not attracted to myself, but yeah. like I look at myself and go, that's nah, not attractive. Oh mate. Oh look, it's fine. <laughs> uh, people, there's people there that 
look at me and go, oh, he's attractive. And yeah, like, I yeah. cash in on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but that's interesting that you felt, was there any point, what's the earliest memory where you feel in your childhood where you felt that way about yourself? Oh, no, it wasn't until, uh, oh, oh mm, I don't know. I think toward the end of high school, when you leave school, mm. um, I just, you know, I was very shy. I didn't lose my virginity until I was 23. Mm. I didn't do anything until I was 23. I was just so unhappy. Mm. And, um, yeah, I think just literally straight after high school, when you suddenly you're out in the real world and you've got to look presentable, mm. I just went, oh, God. And then, oh, and then I bleached my hair. Three years I had bleached blonde hair. I'll see if I can find you a photo. It's yeah, yeah. so disgusting. I got mistaken. For so when I worked in retail, I would often from the elderly people that would come into work. It was like a homeware store, um, and because I sound quite feminine, yeah. People right now probably think you've been talking to a girl, <laughs> no. and then it's true. Like I'll really? do a vi- yeah, I'll do a video. Oh, oh no, yeah. but you know me. Yeah, yeah. It's too hard once yeah. once you know me. Yeah, I'll be doing a video like Snapchatting. And then when I turn the camera on myself, um, people go, oh, my God, I thought it was a girl this whole time. And then it was this like, little fat, hairy guy. I get that. All, I used to get mistaken. I still get mistaken for a girl on the phone yeah. when I call up the electricity company. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, hi, look, there's been an issue with the, the bill. I just need to go over a few things. They go, thank you, ma'am. We need to speak to the account holder because the account holder is Mr. Christian Hull. And I go, there's, there's two, two times I've done this. I go, oh, no, no, that, that is me. I just sound like a girl. <laughs> and one guy went, oh, so sorry, pressed on. The other one went, no, I'm so sorry, ma'am. We're going to need to speak to the account holder. And I'm like, but I, I am the account holder. Like, what do I do? So I went. So you just drop your balls and just go, oh. I did. So I just was like, okay, I'll, I'll get my husband. Hey, Christian. <laughs> <coughs> Hello, this is Christian speaking. And I was like, yeah, we just need your address and the PIN number to confirm. I'm like. I'm just putting on a deep voice. Like, I'm just putting on a deep voice. Like, come on, mate. It's just me putting on a deep voice. Um, and then I, I, so I had this bleach blonde hair working in retail. Yeah. And the moment I thought I really need to get myself physically fit mm. was when this elderly lady, um, she had just sort of hunched back and she was looking down so that she couldn't see directly into my eyes. Yeah. And I helped her and we went to the counter and she said, this lovely young lady helped me. <laughs> And I was just gutted. I was like, I'm standing in front of you. Like, full ma- beard. Full, full beard. <laughs> a beard. But I, my, my trade off was she couldn't see me. I just, in my mind, I was like, she'd never looked me in the face. She just saw my man boobs, heard my girly voice, and just naturally assumed. And all the team were laughing. And I was like, you know, when you're like, this is so funny. But you're crying. Like, you're holding back tears. And I just went, and then I just, I went and I, I got it dyed and <laughs> changed everything. It didn't help, though. <laughs> you thought it was the hair, but she never looked at you. Yeah, and so I've always felt just uh, uh, the best way to describe my appearance, mm. again, I'm going to do the whole fat thing, is I tell people I'm a potato mm. with toothpicks for limbs. My, <laughs> my limbs are quite thin. Like my legs are oddly thin for my body size. So it's a potato with toothpicks as limbs and an olive for a head because I've got no neck. It just goes head, shoulders. But it's true, though. It's funny. It's, it's funny. No, it's just Because funny. you look at me and you go, I can see that. 
It's it's. I think it's funny just because like you're so light about whatever it is. Like the truth is, we don't choose what body we come into in mm. life. You know, like it, it just is what it is. And it's like I like your embrace of or own in whatever it is that you got. Like I think it's it's be- that's beautiful why, and empowering. Why do we feel like there is like a magazine with what we're supposed to look like, and we're given this, and then well, it's but continually that's what, but that's on what us. I want to look like right why is it that we can't just grow in and just all be different well i think you are though like you you're self-aware enough to go look this is who i am and i'm gonna own it like this it's that thing of i mean you know no i i I see what you're saying but like it's like what we were talking before in the cafe you're self-aware enough but you still do it right like i'm i'm self-aware enough to know that i'm unhappy with myself but i'll still project I'm still unhappy. So what is that then? Like, just a, co- a way of coping with it? Or I think, what do you call I think it is. Yeah. Well, it's like it's, my insecurity is my woggle eye. When I get tired, my eye woggles, and I, I love looking people in the eye, and it, and it, <gasps> it makes does. me yeah yeah, and it makes me it makes me I'm disappointed in my anatomy. I'm disappointed <laughs> in my left eye. Yeah, because because hey. it's only when I'm tired, or mainly just when I'm tired. But um, I don't like it because I like you. Yeah, like I say, I like connecting. It's, yeah, and it makes me go, oh fuck! They must think I'm not looking at them, and I must look weird. When There's my other people in the office that have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so common. Yeah, I have noticed when I'm filming, one eye just doesn't <laughs> seem to be pointing in the same direction as <laughs> the other, and I, I wonder if that's. I wonder if I've got that. I've n- I've never noticed it in you. I think it's just one of those things where it's like I got a choice to deal with this. I can take responsibility for it and and go all right. It is what it is. I can't mm. help it. But it's I can, funny. I, oh, I can do things to help it. I can get more rest. Oh, no, all I can do, I can't just help but look at your... Is it woggling? No. And, and it's the other thing is just to have fun with it. Like you have fun with the things that you're like insecure about. Like I'm insecure about it and I just got to have fun with it. Because otherwise it would be, it, it gets the, it take, it has the power over but me. It, if, but if I have the power over it, I'm just like playing with it and going, hey, look, I can woggle my eyes. Oh my God, now. you can. <laughs> You've got control of it. Yeah, I can flick them. Like I can go left, right, left, <gasps> right. Your eyes are pointing in really two different directions. That's amazing. That's like a hidden talent. We had a trivia night, and that's what you should have pulled out as the hidden talent section. The words what the boys always say, like, is, is like say, oh, are you that. talking to me or like that person in the oh! office? Or, you know, it's all those. I mean, they, they do way funnier versions of that. That's so. Yeah. That sounds so awful, but it's so funny. But it just Jez, which one of us are you looking at? <laughs> but, but that's what I like about. The lightheartedness of our nature, mm. like having but see, that. They don't care. No, no one but cares. Why is it that we care? Exactly. Why? Exactly. I don't get it. Like, why do I care that I'm a bit bigger? Because no one. The truth is, no one cares. Like, even I started wearing the same clothes every day about three years ago. Oh, yeah. And no oh, one gave uniform. a fucking shit. Like, I just had black jeans, white t-shirt Didn't they all- for about a month. No one blinked an eyelid. Going, <laughs> hey, are you wearing the same clothes as yeah. you wore yesterday? Yeah. No one gives a shit. Let's just do whatever the fuck but you want to do and the beauty own everything of it, you are. The beauty of it was. I don't know if they organised with you, but then they all came in dressed as Jez. Black. Oh, for my birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Black, black yeah. pants, white top. That was nice. Yeah, that's but so funny. But I like, I don't know, like, you you are owning. But they're embracing your, what they see as like a Jez quirk, which was white top, black pants. Yeah. And it's the same with like your your eyes oh, yeah. or my, you know, chubbiness. Is, yeah. They don't care and they embrace it. Totally. But, but, but it's when important it's a physical for you to attribute, it. when yeah. it's like you've got clothes. Yeah. But when it's the eyes, Where it's people like, but but they worry that they might offend you because you're sensitive about totally. it. Totally. But then that's 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 when it becomes an issue because suddenly you know they're worried about offending you, 
and then it becomes this secret that no one talks about because no Mate, one wants to offend anyone. That's so interesting. Mm. Just the difference is so clear when we embrace who we are and be who we are compared to when we're insecure about who we are and we project those insecurities out. But do you reckon like with, with everyone seeing everything because of Facebook and, and social media, yeah. I look at when I was at high school and then some of the kids now, some of them are coming out as gay is in year seven. Like you'd never do right, that right. in in when I was at school because you'd just be so bullied. But because they're so exposed mm. to, you know, everyone and everything and it's so normal to to be gay now yeah. and it's just accepted yeah. that they can just be like, Oh yeah, no, I am. Yeah. What I don't care. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I've got a wonky eye. Yeah, I'm chubby. Like, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if we'll ever get Mate, to the point where it's, so cool. it's slowly just fizzling out and we don't care because everyone's putting themselves out there yep. and everyone realizes everyone has issues. Everyone's different. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's got issues with themselves and Mate, it doesn't matter. I love that. That's I a hope uti- so. That's a uti- I hope it, so. It won't happen. We all know it won't happen. <laughs> I reckon it actually is happening. It's happening slowly and it's it will slowly. It's t- but I think it's slowly relatively. Like even every all the movements that have happened. Like, it's so yeah, weird. But do you ever think up. that like as human beings, we've imposed all these rules and regulations on ourselves. When you're born into the world, time doesn't exist. Time <laughs> is something that we made up. Yeah, totally. Like, we made time. Oh, I wish we had more time. Well, we could just give ourselves more time. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Like, we came up with all these constraints and rules. Mm. And you look at, like, hundreds of years ago, the Greeks were all having gay sex with each other. Mm. And then suddenly, you know, religion comes in and that becomes huge. And they impose all these rules mm. and we've... You know, it's any form of control. Yeah. It's so fascinating. Yeah, it is. And people are like, no, it's always been the way. Like, no, it's not. It's a rule we've made up. Yeah. Why are we? <laughs> yeah. Why can't we change our own rule? Yeah. It's so weird. It is. It's so weird, dude. And that's why I feel like fuck all the rules. Like, ah, yes. The, that, I don't listen to news or the government shit because I just don't. I don't think it. It, it doesn't fake. weigh. It's all so fake, and it doesn't affect me because it's not real. Like that's what I mean by marriage. Like if I want to marry anyone, I can I can fucking marry a dolphin if I want because <laughs> I can make up the rules. Yeah, yeah. Like, no one's. T- if I marry a dolphin, legitimately, like yeah. I have a really good pet dolphin or a pig or whatever animal <laughs> it is, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. me and you, we're down. I sense that you're down with me too. Yeah. I want to marry you. I don't give a shit if the government says that's not real because it's fucking real for me and the pig. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's true though. That I mean that so yeah. deeply. Like, like fuck anyone saying anything isn't what it is to me. Yeah, it's. I just find that all fascinating. And you're right with the news. It's all. I'm slowly becoming not a conspiracy theorist, mm. but slowly becoming an just um, a truth theorist. Yeah, truth. Just. Is it immune to things? Like you hear yeah, a story yeah. from the news oh, and you go, you, we see the they're presenting that. that in what we want to hear. Yeah. And we were having this conversation outside about mm. um, like how ISIS is perceived. And we were? The, or, I don't think oh, we were. not we were. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I pointed out there, this is an audio <laughs> medium. Um, some people I work with, yeah. there was two of them and one was like, oh, you know, ISIS is bad because X, Y, Z. And the other one was like, yes, they are bad, but the reason they're doing this is because, you know, they see us as like the ISIS. Yeah. So you've got the way ISIS is presented to us is, I feel like I'm getting really controversial here. No, go I on. don't support them in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but, you know, like, we're like, oh, they're bombing innocent people. Yeah. Like, oh, so are we. 100%, like, mate. But because it's presented to us in such a way where it, it comes across as we need to get rid of them, mm. it's the same where they are. Oh. They see us as the enemy, we see us. We see them as the enemy, yep. but we because we're so staunchly against them, and so are they. 
it's never, ever going to get resolved. There has to be some level of understanding in the middle Mate. and some sort of... Understanding is exactly power. what there needs. There needs to be so much more understanding about everyone just leaning in towards, hey, what's it like to be you? What's your experience like? Rather than going, you're other, you're other, you're other. I think if everyone had that from a grassroots level up, mm. I think that's what genuinely happening. Everyone's state of consciousness is really raising to seeing through what the media has given us. Like mm. that we, we just don't buy it anymore. We like, like you say, you listen to it and you go, I can, I can see where you're coming from. It's so obvious. Sometimes mm. it's incredibly obvious. Like they are bombing us and like we know full well you've bombed them a fuckload more than we've been bombed by them. There's a movie called Zeitgeist. Oh, yeah, it's cool. Oh, it's just fascinating. And yeah. just hearing, um, and I'm very sort of easily persuaded, but you, <laughs> you get all the facts and you, you piece it all together and, and you look at it and you go, like it makes so much, like, the, not, like September 11. Yeah. It just makes so much sense that they wanted to, to you know, start a war fund war the mm. Rothschilds want to own the banks mm. you know it just it mm. all makes it's all weird and yeah. you just don't want it to be true and yeah. people are like I can't believe you believe that oh, but it makes sense the but richest like, guys in the world don't want to be known no so but humans are naturally greedy mm. you know and you know, they, they want 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 and then when you get more power you want bigger and better things and you, you go up and up and up and mm. you look at like the presidents and everyone wants control and then you look at how the wars all started and it's all about power and greed mm. and we don't want it the reason why we don't believe half of these conspiracies is because we just don't want it to be true mm. because it's so unfathomable that someone would do that and kill innocent people for the this just the Isn't sake of, of trying to be bigger and better and more powerful. It's funny. It feels like we're just witnessing the disgusting nature of where ignorance has taken our, peop- our species really right now. My sadness comes from destroying other people that just want to experience being alive and enjoy it. I just want to go on a bushwalk. Uh, yeah. there's, there's a bomb coming down on them. You know, like- yeah. well, but that's when I say this, like, because really... From a total high perspective, like the planet's going to be fine. The fucking universe is huge. Mm. Like nature in existence is mm. going to be fine. It's going to go on. Like yeah. life is going to go on. Yeah. We're, we're just temporary manifestations of it. And like we've already eradicated so much, so many species. I wouldn't be surprised if we eradicate ourselves. And I wouldn't be that bothered, to be honest, in a lot of ways. Because it's like, yeah. it's your fucking fault. The, you're doing it to yourselves. Do you reckon we're heading to, to the end? I reckon we could. I reckon we won't. I think we you think something big will have to happen. I think there's we're going to continually go towards this shift of more and more destruction, more and more opposing, mm. and then we're going to because this is when it happens. This is nature's way. And I think it will hit a tipping point where it'd be like, "Nah, fuck this, we can't do this," and then a wave of enlightenment will flood the earth in terms of people waking up. All I mean by that is people going. Holy fuck, this is what's happening and I won't stand for it. And the people that love peace will organize themselves as much as the people that love war organize themselves. Mm. So people rise up and, and there'll be a change. You've got such high hopes for the I, world. I do. I'm the total opposite. Do you? I, it's like, <laughs> I reckon, like, a, we're, we've become smart enough to stop Ebola and Ebola's like, too many people in the world, let's just kill half of them. Well, true. Well, it's probably why global warming is so many people. Yeah. Kill them all. We'll all freak out. We'll all be peaceful for a while and then we'll repopulate and then it'll happen again. Yeah, mate. That's my theory. Well, that's Nature true. will just kill us off. Yeah. I reckon you're right. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever change as human beings. I think we'll evolve. I think nature's and humans' greatest desire is to evolve. Evolve, adapt, and so that can take ages. Mm. I love that we didn't intend to get this serious and deep. <laughs> to, where do you think the earth will be in 2,000 years? So what do you, what, you, with that... 
more like pessimistic approach. What do you think about people like Elon Musk that are you know, great, evolving, great, evolving in a productive way? I think he's a wealthy man who's doing good. Yeah, and then it- so that's a sign of hope, right? Yeah, because it's basically someone that wants better for everything, playing the game of fucking economy, which is the main dominating energy force in the world. And playing it well. But I'm surprised he's gotten as far as he has. Yes, same. He is as well. He's He's surprised. Yeah. Did you feel really bad when that um, rocket exploded? Half a billion dollar rocket? Oh, it's nuts, isn't it? With his satellite on it? I love his response to it. It's like, you learn the most from mistakes. Yeah, God. He's so fucking wise. I felt so gutted for him. I was like, oh, half half his wealth was in that rocket. Really? Was it that much? It was 500 million. So relatable. It's so relatable. And then people are like, hey, you got to fix all the homeless. Oh, do you find that no one's ever happy? Like, I find... Oh, what do you mean in just general? Sorry, just like when, when someone's like, I'm going to donate this money or I'm going to do this good thing. And people yeah. go, oh, but you could have done this and this and this. It's yeah. like with... The, the, I, don't, I don't know yeah. where this was going. There's, but there's, there's, never, there's the, always more. People are just so ungrateful. And I feel bad from like political sense when the government tries to do something. They're like, we've invested in a new train line. Like, you could have put it into hospitals. And then just so people are just becoming so ungrateful for everything. Why is that? I don't know. Do Why, what, do you un- what are you ungrateful for? <laughs> well, the fact that there's a new train line going in down across from me and the hospitals need money. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not. But I don't know. What am I ungrateful for? I'm ungrateful for... Can you tell if you're ungrateful, though? Do you think you're ungrateful? Yeah, I, I'm often ungrateful for just fucking existing. I want to wake... How do you do, how when I'm on? grateful for living, I am just wake up and I'm like, I'm fucking alive. I get to experience this. This ain't going to last forever. When I'm dead, I'm going to look back at when I'm alive and go, <laughs> you were lucky, man, to, to be alive and experiencing, breathing, looking... Evolving, adapting, doing new things. So hard to get into that headspace. It so is, but that's what—that's when I'm taking for granted life. I can never get into that because sometimes when you say like, "Oh, I'm alive," I should be so grateful. You, I say that, but like, I don't think it. Like I'm, you know, you'll be in, (laughs) you'll be like in the depths of despair, but like, oh, at least I'm alive. It doesn't doesn't change how you feel. It's trying to. Well, I feel it's just trying to justify. Like you know, I'll be sitting. Like I have a you know, pretty good life. Mm. And when something happens and you're just really sad Mm. and then someone goes, well, you know, there's dad, there are starving children in Africa. And I go, yeah, that just made me feel better. Like I still, like, yes, there are. Yeah. And I I just like, but I can't get rid of this, like sadness. And then Mm. you work through it. And then when you're happy, you're like, well, I think when I'm happy, I'm really appreciative Mm. and really grateful but when I'm in that ungrateful headspace, um, I don't see it as being ungrateful. I'm just like, I need help. I need. So do you think there's? Sense? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. But I, to me, it sounds like there's this sadness that you that's quite deep and hasn't been dislodged, or you haven't got to the bottom of. <laughs> Are you going to be a psychologist after <laughs> no, no, I could be wrong. But like for me, when I have blockages, if there's a sadness, like for me, it's been with my family. Like mm. I grew up Christian. And very Christian. And then when I was 24, I stopped going to church. But then I wow. still wanted to have the level of relationship that I had with them when I was in the church, which is one of more of we really get each other. We're, um, you, know, you know, you're pretty mm. tight. You talk about everything. Mm. And you have the same framework and understanding of life. And I don't have that anymore. I really feel sad about having a more superficial level relationship with them. And I can't get it back. And I've tried years and years. Do you of- understand where they're coming from? I do because I was there. I was in their, I was in their shoes. 
Right. I knew, I know what it's like to have with their worldview mm. in it from a Christian perspective. And you just feel sad that they, they just you want them to come out of that. Yeah, I want that, I've wanted them to change for, and it's just so unfair for them. That's so unrealistic and stupid is, for me. It is, but it is. But I, it's a natural thing it's, to it's do. It's the way I, they've been I brought up. To, yeah, they grow up. It's. But I want to be seen. That's where my sadness comes from. Like I had a very. You want de- them to understand. Yeah, I just want them to hear me and go. I can. Under, I, I get what you're saying. Like if I'm going, I have this really profound ex- spiritual experience mm-hmm. when I was when I was turned thirty, when I was meditating and it felt like I was fucking Buddha. Because wow. it was like this radiance. My skin was literally tingling and I, this like from my mind's eye, my body was just white and I felt like I was everything. Wow. And and in that moment of experience that was so real for me. And I was like, this happened guys. And they're like, well, a week ago you're in Rio kind of all getting fuck faced every day for seven <laughs> for seven days. Like right. and I was like, true. But this just happened. But this and, just th- happened. and this was very real. Mm. And there's just no, and, like, and that that's that's like that hurts, man. That's like a I couldn't. It took ages for me to go. That no, that's just their perspective. This is still very real. It's just how, when when it's your family, it's like the most deepest of relationship connections. So yeah. that's what I mean by an example of a real deep seated pain root that I didn't dislodge or understand. I didn't really understand what was at the deepest of it. So I had to kind of go to the very base of it and go right. Oof. What is it? I think I need them to uh, validate. Understand. I just want to be understood. They're just like, oh, understood and loved, basically, yeah. for, for what you are. Yes. I yeah. think. And yes. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's, that's not exactly got to be it. easy. No. And so I don't get that and still, to the level that I want. Do you still feel uneasy with that? Yeah. No, I've accepted it. I think it comes up again because it's a pretty deep one. Like it's a long, long time it's been around. Mm. It's one that I'm just like have to smile at and acknowledge. It's it's really acknowledging it. Going when it comes up that oh, I'm, I look at it and go, All right, mm. I know I know what you're trying to do. You're like, the eldest, middle, right? What right? are you? No, I'm the eldest. Eldest. But see, that'd be hard. Like I've, I'm very lucky. My family are incredibly supportive. And just a bunch of legends. Mm. And I think if if I didn't have that, I don't know. I don't know how I would have turned out because I'm very sensitive and very fragile. And I'm well, you'd either adapt or you wouldn't. Mm. That's really all the yeah, choices. I, I just I always wondered what would happen if if you know I wasn't lucky to have the supportive parents who you know knew before I knew Mate, that yeah. I was gay, and awesome. my brothers who are just divine, and um, th- like that that fulfills me a lot that I don't need to be social or I don't need to. Mm. Like I holiday with, it was brought up. A friend of mine was like, oh, you only ever go on holidays with your parents. And I was like, oh, I do. I only got like, I go on like these old people retreats with them. Like we went to, we did a tour around Tasmania. I did the Blue Mountains, but I loved it. And I had a great time with them. And then they were like, yeah, but do your parents like it? Oh God, I don't know. (laughs) I hope so. I'm sure they would. I love it. And and I really feel for you. Like that's, Mm. I just couldn't imagine. Mm. How hard and well, I've, uh, do, I've, does it make you anxious? No, you know? no. I really, I really feel like I've established my own sense of worth within without any person. Right. Like, yeah. Uh, and that took that took me time, mm. a long time, uh, mostly just through meditating all the time, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Still in my nervous system, de-exciting myself, and going, "What's true?" and seeing clearer. And the truth is, they don't determine my sense of worth. I'm grateful for having a deep relationship with them when I have. And I'm grateful for any any form of relationship I can have with them now. Mm. I just want to make, be sure that I'm giving and bringing my best self to them every time. So then we we have the best chance of communion on the deepest, most beautiful, 
fun level. Really, it's all about fun. Like I have a heap of fun with my family. Like really, yeah. oh, good. So it's not it's not a sad thing. Yeah, good. And good. Yeah. yeah, I think you'd be fine. Like the thing is, if you didn't have that with your family, it would fucking hurt for a bit, and then you just adapt and go. All right. Well, that means that's telling me something. It really was nature, or it was a cha- it was a chance to evolve. It was mm. a chance to go. All right. I'm leaning on something for my sense of self-worth. I, I don't have that anymore. I've got to find it somewhere in a, a truer yeah. pillar. I guess it's just something that you've grown up and known for so long. And just a quick change and you're like, whoa, you're so oh, man. from it. I oh, don't get me wrong. Like I wanted to die. Like I, oh. I was so depressed that for a bunch of shit that I was like, I don't give a fuck if I live. Oh, and and like, there's a bunch of suicidal thoughts, a bunch of like just non-care for yeah. And a couple of times in hospital when my lung collapsed and a few other things where I was like, I, I'm pretty close to death right now, and I don't really mind. Oh. But so uh, but your whole a, world's gone, basically. Yeah, because yeah, everything it, you've known is just suddenly changed. Yeah, exactly. And that was my choice. It wasn't their fault. Mm-hmm. It was my choice of walking away from that Christian mm, thing right. and exploring it. And and you know, like I'm responsible for all of that. Like it's not that anyone else's fault but mine. Mm. And I'm glad I did it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it. I wanted to. I consciously walked away from being Christian and go. I want to get burnt. I want to know what it feels like to experience life and then go, all right, I can make a choice now. Like rather than always being scared to go down a certain path, which is what you like when you're guilt orientating. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's, yeah. it's, it's like the, the whole yes, no debate for marriage equality. Is, yeah. Is I, I'm not a fan of people who scream yes at you. And I'm not a fan of people who scream no at you. <laughs> it doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah, right. And you have to have an understanding that I, I, I don't, I don't hate anyone who's going to vote no. Like, I, it's disappointing, but I don't hate them because yeah. m- most of them have grown up being told that that is sinful, it's wrong, and it's bad. I've grown up growing, yeah. being told, this might be a weird comparison, that no. murder is wrong, sinful, and bad. <laughs> so if someone was to suddenly come up to me and go, murder is right, <laughs> vote yes to murder, you know, I'd be like, no, I'm not doing that because my whole existence and belief systems, I've been taught up to be like, that's very wrong. But that's what they believe. Yeah. And so they freak out. Yeah. They're like, no, 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 no. It, you know, I, that's I, a great comparison. You don't though, want truly. people to go and murder. But they're like, I don't, I don't want you. I, this is how I justify it. They're like, I don't want you to go to hell and burn. I want you to go to heaven. So nice, I'm going to vote no <laughs> for you to go to hell. So no, don't go to hell. That's how I see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's probably not the case for some people. <laughs> And you've got bloody Charlottesville, all those. You've got, you've got batshit crazy people who just, oh. it's not a religious thing. They just, I don't know what's going on up there. But then. Well, you do. They're in psychosis. They're in like a, they're mentally how you, unstable. How, I can, to be honest, do you I can reckon relate. they are? They can't all be. Oh, mate. But like when I, again, when I got real mentally ill, mm. there was a bunch of thoughts that I had where I was like, fuck, I can really relate to, not that I ever thought about hurting anyone, mm. but I could relate to how the brain can take you to a place where it's so far from civilization that in terms of just extreme weird thoughts that I'm like, I can understand basically by nature of going down my path, one real deep path in my brain in terms of depression, I can go, all right, if I took another path this way, mm. I can see how at the extreme end of that path, there'll be some fucking weird shit that you'd do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if, like, it, I get what you're going at, but I, I just can't, because the brain's so weak and complex. Oh, it's incredibly powerful. I just powerful. can't fathom how... You know, you look at the the what the neo Nazis are all in America having these protests. Like they want to they want to kill people because they have different skin color. Yeah. I just don't understand on a superficial that. level. On a deep level, they 
hate themselves and they haven't got a deep sense of understanding or there's no supreme knowledge in the sense of the mechanics of the existence. Do you think that they hate themselves on a deeper level though? I think they couldn't live in themselves. I reckon they'd cry when they're having sex. I reckon, <laughs> I, I, I reckon they, they, they're just... I don't... Oh, I could be completely wrong. I mean, I don't know, to be honest. Yeah. No, I guess that's the thing no one knows. And no we always knows. try and justify it. Yeah. We always try and, we always try and explain. You bring up a good point. We always try and explain human behavior and you can't. You can't. You just want, you want a reason as to why I want a reason as well, to why I mean, they're this way know? and you can't. But I think, I think we can have a pretty good stab. <laughs> I think for, for starters, I think of other people as other. Like when really on a true level, we're all, exist we're all we all exist and therefore we're all the same like on a on a widest perspective uh, right no uh, we're, you're breathing yes. i'm breathing yeah no matter what your path color whatever yeah we're the same in that sense yes so if on that level i would never want to hurt extended self mm. like and so if i want to hurt extended self it's because i haven't accepted all of who i or what i am i know it's pretty deep it but, is so deep but it's yeah. it's it's an inability to love. That's all that's being yeah. demonstrated. Yes, oh, you're right. And love themselves and love others. And we do know it's true that if you can't love other, you sure as a hell can't love yourself. Because those that love others truly love themselves. In my experience of love, and you correct me if I'm wrong, or if there's a better way to see that. <laughs> no, I I see what you're saying. And then you just look at some people and I just look at them and think they love themselves so much that they genuinely believe that everyone should be like them. And so then they just want anyone that's not like them gone. Right. I don't think that's, that's deep love. No, that's superficial No, that's, love. it's all, yeah. It's all, there's all layers of love. I mean like unconditional, yeah. full acceptance of self. Do you reckon, do you reckon anyone is like that? Anyone can, is, is just the perfect human in terms yeah. of love? Like, do you think you are? No, I'm no. not. I'm, I think I'm continually working on it. And I think I'll, you're very I'll, I'll work on it for the rest of my life. Yeah. Because you'll probably, I would say, and everyone think, well, I don't think everyone thinks, but everyone thinks Jez Khan is just so, like, everyone <laughs> loves you. He's so divine and spiritual. <laughs> yeah. We all hate him so much. <laughs> we just pretend to love him. No, but everyone's like, like you're so polite and nice to everybody. I don't think I am. I'm moody sometimes. You've got to be honest. Really? Yeah, don't you? I've never experienced the jazz mood. Yeah, all right. Wow. Have you, have I'm just you, trying to be self-deprecating. Can you be, can you be <laughs> honest here? Have you ever been annoyed with me coming in and disturbing you at any point? Be honest, please. But, but into like, my office. Like being like, can I borrow this camera? Or oh, no, never with that stuff. Damn. No. Okay. Only, uh, the only times I... Uh, oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Was it with me? Oh, my God. Tell me. Have you ever been just like, Christian yeah. just... Go on, do it. Rip it off like a band-aid. No, no, no. You're gonna no. shatter my is, this is this is gonna shatter me. No, it's not. It's not. Do it. Mate, you're so lovable. How can I fucking feel that? What were you gonna say? No, look, the only No, no, I can't say it now. Oh, yes, please, please. It. No, no, it'll be fine. No, no. I will always love you. No. It's a promise. Alright, what it was is like so you know when I used to li- sit next to Trav in um in the office? Basically, he's got a really, he's got a loud laugh and it used to give me a shock. And because your la- oh, laugh is loud, yes. it sometimes gives me a shock if oh, I'm too close to it. Yes. Oh, but, yeah. but, oh, but you're not the only one. But mate. now I There's love. There's a Facebook group on that. <laughs> but now I fucking love your what laugh. What about Carly Humby, who you work with? Yeah. Because her laugh is, ha ha! Yeah, it's Do you fine. get that from her? Yeah. Or it's not as abrasive it's, as mine? I, I love all laughs. I fucking love yeah. laughs. But sometimes when I'm in a you zone, get, oh. if I'm plugged in editing or if I'm like feeling a bit, um, I don't know. Like touch, just just focus on edge. When I'm yeah on edge or like 
not really quite myself or <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> a, a laugh can really give me a shock yeah and so it's just yeah. this shock that, that i'm like oh that was a shock that's that's all yeah, you're not like that you're like ah fucking shut up because <laughs> people have done that out in the office where i'll just laugh because my laugh it'll it'll go it's straight to but, extreme yell yeah yeah it's just so quick and loud but, mate i can't and tell you how much scared and they go christian keep it down i'm like oh, sorry but no shit yes no three days ago i go to cars when you're cracking up out there having a laugh i was like fuck i love his oh, laugh thank you i, I literally said that to her you can ask her because i, that's I what like I, when people say that they say it to you while you're laughing oh, i love your laugh it's a passive aggressive <laughs> saying but please keep it down <laughs> i went to a comedy show um and i well, you just, just you have so much fun you know like oh, you're having so I, much yeah, fun so much fun and that's what that's why it's adorable like i fucking love that because it's just like i'm free and i'm having so much fun yeah. and i don't give a fuck laughing is so such attractive. a healing thing mm. it makes you feel so good mm. and i remember going to this comedy show and it was just so funny and i was sitting there and i was like loud 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 and you get people look at you because you're so loud i'm like that's okay and then i noticed the woman <laughs> in front of me was sitting blocking <laughs> blocking her ears and I felt so bad. And I just went, oh, my God, she can't hear the comedy. She's just like, oh, this is so loud and annoying. And I just went and I stopped and, like, I controlled myself. Yeah. And then I just went in and I said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I know I'm a loud laugher. I'll stop laughing loudly. She was, she laughed at that. Like, she wasn't angry. And she's like, oh, no, it's okay. And I go, no, it's not. You're blocking your ears. Like, oh, it's so and then, sweet. Oh, it's just, and then you, you forget. I forget how. But that's so loud. nice of you to do that. Oh. Like, pe- so many people wouldn't have the guts to do that. They'd be like, oh, oh. they'd feel shit about themselves or something. But that's something. as you get older, you, mm. you stop giving a, a fuck, fuck about yeah. about stuff. Like, well, have you read the subtle art of not giving a fuck? I feel like. No, my brother's got it. Oh, it's no. So good. Is it good? I mean, you already live like it, but you would love yeah. reading about the mechanics of it. You probably already understand the mechanics of it, but like, it's, it's a cool If read. I was younger, though, I'd be just embarrassed and stop and wouldn't say anything. Mm. But because. I'm so I, wise now. Yeah, because I'm so smart in my life experience. <laughs> um, but because I, you use humour to call it out, yeah. they have a laugh with you and they realise he's not a bad human. I was annoyed at him, but you've turned that situation Perfect. into something funny. Yeah. Like before when I was opening the door for the lady in the cafe <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and I didn't need to help her, but I was like, I'll help her. But I made it worse and she almost dropped her coffee. <laughs> and instead of not saying anything and her being annoyed, I said, oh, my God, I just made this 50 times more difficult for you. I'm so sorry. And then she laughed. And was like, oh, see ya, we're best friends now. Yeah, like, yeah. you just got to diffuse it all with humour. Just try and but that's not have the- a laugh in a shit situation. Oh, I love that, dude. I honestly reckon that is so beautiful how you exist. And it's not even like you're doing those things. It's just your essence, how it spits out, spills out of you. It's just fun, free, and witty and quick. Mm. And, like, that's a beautiful state to exist in. It's pretty fun. It's so fun, I mean, You can really get into that. And, like, work's really good because work's really it's supportive. Pretty, yeah. And um, I'm, in, I'm in a job now where that I can just do that. I'm, I feel like I work better on my own. Mm. And then you can call out bullshit and, you know, you, you're not living up to other people's expectations and mm. when something goes wrong, it's all on you. Mm. Then I can make fun of it. I, mean, I find humour is just the best way. It's such a powerful... But you've got to pick your moments. Mm. I've definitely picked my moments that haven't haven't worked. <laughs> You're trying to make people laugh, but it's making the situation way worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not oh. funny. Mm. Yeah, I've done that too. It's inappropriate. That's the thing when I just can't... And you just don't <laughs> read no. this, where the other person's at, but you, in your brain, this is a funny idea. Yeah. <laughs> this is so funny. But... 
It's like when a friend of mine had a breakup, and I was like, "Oh my god, I could do a funny video like this, 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 this." this. Like, oh, I'm so like, she's just sorry, made her cry. Sorry. I'm like, oh, she's still <laughs> in that sad headspace. She's not in that reflective. Let's laugh yeah, about it yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I really needed to have picked my moment. Way too soon. Yeah, like way too soon. <laughs> I felt really bad. What are you excited about most with your work? And what, what's what's next? What excites you about your no, work next? The fact that I don't know. Yeah, right. Like I didn't think I'd have such success. With sort of making videos and putting, you know, myself out there. I mean, I got mm. into radio to do that, and then mm. I realised radio is so quick and okay, quick talk breaks. Uh, don't get too personal. Um, it's like mm. a day jock. Mm. You just mm. come in, you say the name of the song, you you go next. Mm. And then I tried that, didn't like that. And then I was a breakfast producer, and then that was just it's not inauthentic, but it was. It felt for me very inauthentic you couldn't say certain things you're restricted mm. to rules and regulations um you know or don't talk about a lot of the things that i you know talk Want about to. sex and all that stuff yeah. you're know, always too confronting and um then i just went oh this is too difficult yeah. like be authentic but here are the rules to yeah, be but, authentic but there's five red tape yeah yeah and so then i started doing my own podcast where i could just you can here, you can say whatever you want. Mm, mm. And there's no rules. Um, and then I started... Say whatever you want that. right now. <laughs> Your brain is still so... But say, I would, on my, on my podcast... <laughs> Too much freedom. Yeah, on my podcast, I can say whatever I want, but I feel like I have this a certain responsibility on this one. No, you've got no responsibility to, other than to yourself. Yeah. There's so many things I want to say. Yeah, yeah, go on. Sorry, I was, I was stopping. No, and then um, that took off. Mm. Like I had a lot of success with that. What, what, what was the catalyzer for well, you? Well, I started Facebook and that was successful. Then I started podcasting and then it was, it was YouTube. So everything was going on and it was all it was all ticking along slowly but nicely. Mm. And then I made a video about being a nurse. Mm. Um, like I poked fun at it and then just... I had a lot of nurses who related to that, shared that. Then my, my Facebook page exploded with a lot of new followers, heaps of new interaction. So isn't it amazing that you can just you perform as a nurse? You've got no experience of being a nurse whatsoever. None. El Silcho <laughs> and a friend of mine said you should do a nurse video. And I was like, well, what's a day like in your life? Yeah. And just listed off all this incredible, just intense stuff. And he gave me some hilarious stories. And then I just was like, well, I'll. Tweak a bit here and there. I'll turn it into this. Mate, you're this. an artist. And then it, it just, I just, I went from, I was like, I had 60,000 followers and that took me 18 months to get. And then in the last six months, I've gone up to 270,000. Wow. And then with that catalyst, I've been able to push people to the podcast and push people out to all my stuff. And then that's ticking along and that's growing. And that's led to, you know, um, being asked to do some sponsored videos. It's starting to generate an income. Awesome. And then it's, it's, I get, I got, oh, here's the cool bit. I got asked to audition for uh, an ABC show. Mm. I've never auditioned before. And th- I mean, that, what I do, oh, no. Oh, the best moment. You know Luke McGregor. Yeah, yeah. We had so him funny. when I was working on a breakfast show. He came in and he went, he just pointed at me and went, I watched the nurse video last night with my partner. Oh, that's She's a so nurse. Cool. And I just went, because he's this hilarious, incredibly like comic genius. Oh, he's, he's written so funny. such great TV shows. And I just was like, oh, he's like, you're really funny. And I was like, oh, God. And then he was like, can I get a photo? And I said, like, I'll go sick. get my Trish wig. So we, we did the photo. And then like, even the Auntie Donna boys. Now I look at the Auntie Donna boys. They're so trio funny. Who, yeah. Their comedy, you either understand it or you don't get it. But it's so 
fucking weird. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah. And it's been so successful that I've gone, oh, I can do weird as well. Like people have embraced the weirdness of Auntie Donna. Right. And then when they came in and um, uh, came up to me, and went, oh, you know, on the way out, yeah, you're, I've seen your stuff. It's really funny. And you're just like, oh, like it's just this slow and it, that's growing. And people, so nice. you don't realise who watches your content yeah. until you have those cool moments where people that you aspire to be and have inspired you give you those compliments. That's wicked, man. And then I got the audition for an ABC TV show, which I just butchered. Um, but it was fun. And it, it made <laughs> me... I just slayed. I killed oh, it. Oh, mate, it was just... No. It was, In the worst oh, it was way. So, it was embarrassing. Because <laughs> it was with, yeah. you know, the catering show. So it's this really hilarious two Australian girls, both named Kate. They do this... Go look them up. Go onto YouTube and type in catering show. It's my exactly the type of comedy that I want to do. Right. So I was like, oh my god, oh my god. And I get there, and I just, I like love these two, and I just embarrassed myself, and I felt so bad, and they were so lovely, and I just, ah, oh, just having to learn lines, and then I realised I can't learn other people's Work. sketches, yeah, because I, I don't, I don't get that character that they wanted me to do. That's not who I was. It's yeah. not. Um, as much as I wanted to be in it, and then I just realised, oh no, I don't really want to do TV, or yeah. I don't want to, oh, unless I write it, or, or, yeah, I hear you. And so the, there was that avenue, that opportunity came about because of Facebook. Um, you know, mm. people like Ford and Holden wanting you to do videos mm. because they see what's going on in the interaction, and it's just growing. And I, t- I don't know. That's so exciting. I don't know where it's going to go. I'm very excited. What do you enjoy the most about it? Um. Like what's Getting the messages from genuine fans and people who enjoy your content, and it, it's really nice when they when you know a lot of people. I realize are going through so much shit. <laughs> like that's when I'm grateful because yeah. you realize like my life's pretty good, and and they'll they'll write out what they're going through, and then they just say, "Look, but you know, I've, for the last three hours, I've been pissing myself because I've just gone through all your videos, and that's that's a pretty cool that's feeling. Awesome, dude. And interacting with them, I get all my ideas. From my audience, mm. I'll just be like, well, "What do you, what video do you want me to make?" Mm. And they give you, and then they almost write the content for me because mm. I don't know what a nurse does, but that's I'll just so ask someone nice. and then they'll tell you. That's so good, though. But your ability to relate—that's you're an actor in that sense. Like you, well, that's what artists do. Is it, you know, I watched that Heath Ledger doco the other night, and it's like, "Fuck, that's powerful." Ooh. But how he how he got? Have you seen it? I can't because I love Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger was like my hall pass. Oh, really? Ever. And then, yeah, I'm devastated. Yeah. So devastated. Oh. I can't watch that documentary. I just cry the whole way through. Oh, man. It's, it's, it's brutal. powerful and oh. beautiful. No, it's 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 beautiful. It's a beautiful. It's just And it's well made. Yeah, oh, he's just fucking, he's gorgeous, powerful, free spirit. Mm. Just just such an artist. Like, mm. he, the, the Joker stuff just gave you goosebumps. How he how he gets into the character. Like, everything from how he, how he licked his lip and it created that little quirk yeah. was because the makeup kept falling off and so he kept having to lick it up but then oh, he just built it in but he did all his own makeup and he just got into the character for like six weeks before shoot I think it was and and just just started speaking like it and yeah um and that that's got a that's got to mess with you yeah yeah but I think he was still always always there mm. but his ability as an artist to do that is and it's similar to what you're doing in, in the sense of you were taking on you're getting a brief from a nurse that goes, "Hey, this is the this is the film," um, and then you absorb it and then create it. It's mm. just, it's and through comedy, I do comedy. find it weird. I do find it so weird that that was able to connect that nurse video because everyone's like, "That is one hundred percent exactly my day." 
and you've made it's like exactly and they just they just loved it and I just find it it's so weird when you're trying to well it's so powerful your work in that sense mate you're giving people a relatable release mm. in in their work or just to be able to laugh it, it, you're actually changing the state of their brain when they see something and go oh I can relate to that oh now I'm laughing about that way it is that my life is that I'm normally upset about or I'm normally stressed about. Uh, yeah. And now they're like, fuck, I have a new relationship to that stress now uh, because uh, they're watching you be comedic about it. And that's actually, you're changing a yeah, lot of people. I thought about that. That's what you're doing, man. Yeah. So congratulations. One video at a time. Yeah. I really reckon it is, man. Like it's the same with the Hamish and Andy videos. What Hamish and Andy do with their content is... There's so many comments that end with the podcast and everything is mm. that come in that say, "Hey, I'm going through some hard stuff, and yeah, this is this is really nice." Yeah, it's just, you can go from this horrific life over here, pick yourself up, put yourself over in Hamish and Andy world for a you know a couple of hours, mm. and you feel great, and it, it picks you back up, and you're like, "All right, now mm. I'm ready to go back and handle mm. the situation over here." Mm. Mm. And that's really, I think, on a deeper level, probably. I mean, that's largely why I love what I do. And mm. I imagine it is with you as well, like you, knowing that you're helping people or, or contributing a positive thing to them. Yeah. On yeah. a deep, even if it's subconscious. Yeah. Really, we just fucking have love having yeah, fun. Yeah, just having fun. <laughs> yeah. But that that fun then provides that, and yeah. then that motivates you incredibly mm. to keep going. Right. Like that's what's motivating me to keep going is that people want more. They ask for more. So I'm like, sick. yeah, great. I love doing it. If you want more, I'll do it. That's so cool, mm, man. It's fun. Congratulations. So, oh, thank you. Seriously. It's that's, weird, though. That's it's... a wicked achievement, though. Like, to be it's... able to put yourself in this state where you're doing what you love mm. and people want you to do more of it, mm. it's any artist's dream. Yeah. It is. It's pretty good. It's no, amazing. I'm, very happy. I'm so happy. We'll go. Thank we'll... you. Congratulations, Christian. I'm just going to give myself a pat on the back. <laughs> you love yourself. <laughs> I love myself three times a day. <laughs> I'm loving myself right now. Hey! <laughs> that's my that's my shake for everyone. It wasn't. He's lying. It's my massive cock. <laughs> I'm trying to. Are, are we no. wrap, are we wrapping this up? Yeah, yeah. Wrap okay. up. So okay. Wrap up. Do, do the Jimmy Carr. No, you see where he goes on stage. He's so clever. So comedian. Yeah. He comes out on stage. He goes. All right. Now I'm gonna. He throws all the content back on the audience. He says. All right. I'm gonna push the limits. And I'm going to judge what jokes you can handle um, by your reaction. So he wow. he does racist Holocaust. He like he pushes it, pushes it, but he throws all the. Um, or the you know, someone gets upset at your joke, he throws spectrum. it back at the audience. Oh, like, right. This is your doing. You're telling me how far I can push it. Wow. And he just goes, oh, the joke. They're so offensive, but so funny, and you don't feel angry at him because he's thrown all the, the responsibility back yeah, into people's. That's what I feel like. You know, like. Do like the end of this being like, try to offend me. Well, I don't. I don't think I could offend you. <laughs> try. Well, I know what would offend you. What? Oh, it's me. It's me. <laughs> it's just me. It's like, oh, look at your bung eye. It's turning me off. Or like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> keep going. I couldn't, offend, I couldn't offend you. I'm not good at offending people. I can like, I can say cunt and fucking. <laughs> you're a fucking cunt. Like, I just want to like let it all out. McCunty, McFuck. Can't you fuck? But you should probably beat that because people get really upset. People find that word so aggressive. What do you think about offense? Do you feel like it says more about someone that's being offended or the offender? The person being both. It's right. both. Yeah. It's um. I've I've always been under the proviso I don't get offended easily. Mm. 
but I do. Like mm. when someone critiques, I don't, I don't want to be offended. Like mm. I just, mm. I think both, but like the offending person is probably being a, a dickhead, but then the other person's really sensitive and not having an understanding where they're coming from. Yeah, it's that whole and, and all it's just having. It all comes back to just being able to put yourself in the other person's shoes. Yeah, that's it. Totally, and it's also like having a good read on what they're taking the self out of it, and having a good read on if what you're saying is actually true or not. Mm. Like if if yes, if if, if, to... if you call me like a bung eye, stupid English twat, or like which you are, <laughs> which like when I when I used to be more insecure about being put down in Australia for being English because that you'd be a pommy and you'd be like no good and all that kind of stuff. When I first got here. Really? Yeah. Is that a genuine genuine put down? It felt like it from a real yeah. macho Aussie point right. of view. You know what Aussies are like when they're like... Oh, when they're a bit on the on the when like just With the misogyny and all that bollocks. Yeah. I suppose it's like when I was more didn't know the truth of that whole stuff, I would have been more offended. But now I'm like, oh, I'm all right. I'm like just... I, I don't, I'm not English. I'm not Australian. I'm not anything. I don't care what I am. I'm just a human. So it's like it just washes over yeah. me because yeah. it's, it's not true. You know, it's true to their sense of reality, yeah. but that's theirs. It's not mine. I found that the best way if you do get upset or you, you, you're struggling to understand some someone else is just to physically, and you've got to try hard to take yourself out, Put them in their shoes. Yeah. You put them in where they live. Yeah. What their home life is like. What you think their work life is like. Um, other other sort of issues that you you think might be going on, uh, and then just go. Where are they coming from, or why do they feel that way? Yeah. It's like when you're driving a car and you toot someone because they're driving too slow. But if you if you knew <laughs> that they'd just been in a horrific accident and they just survived, mm. and you're tooting them, you'd feel like an arsehole. <laughs> but you don't know that, so they're driving slowly and it's annoying you. So you toot them, but you don't understand. Yeah. You just get angry. You just get angry and frustrated. But that's exactly what it's like. You've just got to. Sometimes I would get such road rage, and then I go. Well, maybe it's because, you know, they're that's, well, that. what, that's what's happened. Yeah. And then I drive past them and look in the window and go, oh, no, it's not. Rude finger. Rude finger. Yeah, that's true, man. And it's hard to do. It's really hard. It is. When, because, you're, when because you're angry or upset, you can't, You don't want to. Because you've got enough shit to deal with. You, mm. You're dealing with your own, like, stresses. It does help. It helps so much when you take yourself out and go, okay, that's why they're like that. And it's not coming from a complete place of hate. That's mm, mm. just because they're dealing with this. And mm, mm. I, I, I never think people um, hate me or hate other people. It's just the situation that they're in. They're just frustrated by you. Yeah, they never I, hate you. Well, it's their I don't own, know. I just like to say that. I know. It's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. They're not. They're not just not taking responsibility for their own relationship to the thought that they're having. Mm. That's it. Mm. Because it's their responsibility, their thought... That's it. It's mm. nothing to do. It's completely yeah, in it's here. All up, up in their head. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, big love, man. Thanks for the chat. I'm going to go home and go back to bed. Although I did go. I went to bed at 2am last night because I had a, a really good time. <laughs> it had been quite a while, so I'm really, I'm really pleased with myself. I'm really happy and for you. And when he came over, um, it's always an added bonus when their photos don't do them justice. You're like, oh, wow, your right. photo's really hot. And they come over and you're like, oh, my God. You're hot. You're way better And it's just life. straight into it. Shoes off at the door, straight into the bedroom, no chit-chat. Like, we had really good conversation. I think that's where I, I really enjoyed it, and that's why we're up till 2 a.m. Right. Yeah, man. The mm. conversation really It's makes, all about the conversation. Brings it to a whole other level. Connection. Yeah. 
And then it's like, oh, it's uh, two o'clock and uh, I'm tired. <laughs> All right, I'll never see you again. Lovely to meet you. <laughs> Next, number 35. <laughs> at the deli counter. Uh, that's my sex life is like at the deli counter. Yeah. Number 37. In you come. Yeah, what would you like? Okay, the, the large sausage, please, and the... Uh. <laughs> okay, this is... Okay, end it now, Jess. Google Christian Hull for more on this beautiful man. Oh, don't do it. Thank you. That was really fun. That, let me make sure... That I'm was fun! It. It, it ends up like how most things that I'm on end up. You go back to listen to it and it's like it, an hour 20 of conversation. It's 15 minutes and it's just like all the parts of me have been edited out. <laughs> I'm going to share it, and it's it's actually like a four minute podcast. <laughs> 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 There's something going wrong with the audio. It's four minutes. No, I edited it down. <laughs> <laughs>